Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, we are back for episode 13. Lucky number 13. <laughs> I just literally looked at the thing. So episode 13 and we are reading another teen fantasy book. We were not planning on reading another teen <laughs> book for this one, but the book we were planning on um, was not available in bookstores. <laughs> or on Audible. <laughs> yeah, so we actually were a little behind on the ball on that one and realized we needed to pick something soon, so we picked Rule. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we so Teen Fantasy, it's one of the ones that we actually quite enjoy reading. Um, and, yeah, this one is Rule by Ellen Goodlett. It's pronounced something differently, like the names in her book sound and are spelled... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, and we are drinking vintage ink wine with this book. Uh, so this episode is actually called Rule of Vintage Ink. So, yeah, we'll get into the book. Oh, before we get into the book, my name is Kristen, and this is Lindsay. Hi! Sorry, totally out of this. <laughs> um, it's been a, a day. Anyways... Um, but before we get into the episode, we want to make a quick note to find out more about the books. Like we like to do every podcast, we like to mention, if you want to know what we're reading currently or ones that we're planning on reading, what we're drinking, anything like that, um, follow us, um, on Instagram. It's boozeandbooks.podcast. Um, we try to make sure we post as much as we can, um, but just check out our page, see what Give us tips if you have any books that you guys want us to read or, like, uh, wine, um, cocktail or anything like that. Yeah. We're all for it. Uh, but, yeah, we definitely try and update it with uh, new books that we're reading that month and everything. So, they'll definitely let you know what we're reading. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like I said, this uh, this month we are reading Rule. It is a teen fantasy book. And... It apparently is a part of a series, which we both did not realize until the end of the book, where it literally just stopped. Yeah. And we just looked it up, and there's a second one that just came out. Like It says it was published June 11th, so I'm guessing it just came out. Huh? Yeah, and it's called Rise? Rise, yeah. So we both are looking forward to reading that one. Yes. Like, yes. soon. <laughs> to keep it going. Yes, agreed. But, yeah, this one was a really awesome book, but before we get more into the book side of things, let's talk about the wine. So we decided to choose this one called Vintage Ink. It is a BC wine. Mm. Actually, it's from Okanagan. We got two, three, four, different, <laughs> <laughs> four different kinds. We got this red blend um, called Rebel Red, a Pinot Grigio. The whiskey barrel aged red, and then uh, Lindsay's holding the rosé. Yes. So we will uh, talk about that. Um, so Lindsay, want to start? Sure. Um, so like Kristen said, I'm re- I'm reading. I'm drinking the rosé. Um, all of the bottles start with this little sentence that says, "The mark on our front label symbolizes our commitment to making great wine in an unabashedly lavish style." 
Um, so the mark is just kind of like, looks like it would make a cool tattoo. Uh, it says vintage ink in uh, white and black, just kind of um, inky looking stamp. Um, the red, or sorry, the rosé, uh, <laughs> explodes with layers of strawberry, raspberry, and a hint of refreshing grapefruit, um, which uh, it's definitely a fruity rosé. It's really good. Uh, it's not super sweet, though. Um, it's got, you definitely taste the, the strawberry in it, uh, and a little bit of the grapefruit uh, and raspberry. Um, I definitely pick up thicker notes of the strawberry though um it's when you smell it it's pretty it smells pretty fruity um but again it's not overwhelming and as you guys know if you've listened to us before you know I hate sweet wine so um on my sweet scale it's not going off the charts or anything so it's definitely a really a really good rosé um perfect on warm days like today uh it's pretty warm outside <laughs> it's very of, hot out <laughs> yes so it's one of those good rosés for the summer um, I mean, most rosés are good for the summer, but, uh, it is a little bit darker in terms of color. So some rosés you'll find are quite light. This one's definitely on the darker side. Um, but again, probably cause it's just got a bit more fruit notes in it, but really, really good. Um, in terms of wine I've had, uh, recently, uh, or that we've done, sorry, on the podcast, this is definitely like one of the better ones. Definitely. No offense, beat out uh, crushed wine last month, but uh, <laughs> I would rate it pretty high. Like, like, like I would get it again, like seven and a half, eight. Um, don't know the price point. They were actually all nineteen ninety nine. Okay, so just under the twenty dollar mark, yeah. which doesn't seem too bad, honestly. Um, my tastes have definitely increased in price. So when I went to the liquor store a couple days ago, I noticed. I was leaning towards a lot of the $32 bottles of wine, so I'm slowly climbing up the ladder there. So it's nice to find a wine that I could enjoy very easily that's under 20. Uh, I definitely recommend it. It's really, really good rosé. And at least with whites and rosés, at least they're more, the cheaper ones are still sometimes good. Oh, yeah. Whereas sometimes it's not so much the case with red ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> red, it's a little always pricier than it is. Yeah, like the states. Holy shit, <laughs> we're gonna have a fun time next month. <laughs> um, so I'm drinking the Rebel Red. So it's just like their regular red blend. Um, yeah. So this one is actually, I guess, a blend of Merlot and Shiraz. I love both on their own, and together they're actually making a really good wine. So this one is a rich, full-bodied wine with flavors of strawberry, vanilla, bean, dark chocolate, and spice. And it ends with a long, silky finish, which I totally agree. Yeah. I definitely taste the spice, too. Um, it says, "Did you? does yours have the don't hide your vintage uh, ink under your long sleeve shirt? No. Want it? No. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. cool. Um, but yeah, I definitely, not so much the strawberry, but I taste more of a... Uh, the vanilla and the spice mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah. in it. And it definitely has a silky... Wait. Okay. I found the strawberry. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Found the strawberry. Yeah. I didn't aerate this one because I literally poured it and realized I didn't aerate it. <laughs> so, this is an aerated wine, so I probably would have all those notes come out a little bit more yeah. if I did do that. But, yeah. This is... I do agree. It's more of a full body. It's not like the... 
I can't remember, it was a couple podcasts ago, the red cab was, like, really full-bodied. Mm-hmm. It's not like that, and obviously it probably wouldn't be since they're not cabs, but um, I'd say this is pretty full-bodied for the fact that it's Merlot and Shiraz blend. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's got, like, a really, like, smooth finish, even though it is... Super, super hot outside for me right now. <laughs> I'm sweating. It's, it's very warm. It's very warm. Um, it is, I think, kind of like a wine that maybe I wouldn't eat, like, steaks and stuff with, but it probably would be one that, like, kind of like this with us talking oh, yeah. and, like, reading or, like, having casual, like, nights with friends and stuff. I would definitely recommend this one. It is a cheaper red, which makes it even perfect. Yeah. More perfect for the fact that, like, it's not super expensive and it's still really good wine. So I definitely recommend it. Um, yeah. Nice. It's, like, it's really good. I, I actually quite like it. It's up there in the tops. <laughs> we definitely good. need to do that list of the I top know, wine that we've done so far. Of all the ones we've tried ever. Yeah, because it's. It's definitely up there, and for the price point, like I said, like, I got these at Crowfoot Liquor. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it was nice because, like, all of them were the exact same price point, oh, whereas yeah. usually you find that the whites might be cheaper than the reds mm-hmm. when we buy these wines, so it was kind of nice to see that they're all all the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, did you... I'm going to try yours. Sure. Here you go. Mmm. Well, I like that. <laughs> I like the smell. I feel like he's, I smell like the, was it chocolate or cocoa? I yeah, it's dark that. chocolate. Dark chocolate. I do smell that. Yeah. And vanilla bean. And oh, I smell spice. vanilla bean. Yeah. I definitely Ooh. taste the fruit and like you smell the strawberry and everything in this. This one's nice. It's, yeah, it's not super full bodied, which I like. Um, you taste the vanilla bean like a lot. I know, and I feel like, I don't know, I got more of the spice, too, in it, that, like, little spiciness I do it the, to it. I do in the middle of it, like, yeah. as I'm drinking it. This is really good. I know. I really like it. Yeah. Well, I we it. definitely know what we're going to go drink. for uh, different things. It's a good one. Um, we are going to read the back of the bottles for the other two, um, but we will be reading or tasting them later. Just to give us time to enjoy the ones that we're drinking right now. So, Lindsay is holding the Pinot Grigio. So, this one is a... uh, Boasts flavors of ripe citrus fruit with nuances of papaya and luscious peach that linger for a fine finish. Um, And then it does say, don't hide vintage ink under a long sleeve shirt if you want it. Um... It's hard to tell because it's in the bottle, but it looks like it is quite a light, uh, which Pinot Gris usually is, but not super like yellowy, which is nice. So um, I'm excited to try it, and especially with having it. Uh, I'm super into peach right now, so I think that's going to be really yummy to try. I totally forgot to mention what uh, shade of red mine is. <laughs> it's actually a pretty dark red mm. color. It's kind of hard because I don't have great light, but... Just trying to hold it up to, like, the light I do have. It's, like, a like a nice, deep, like, maroon red yeah. cotton color. So, I quite like that. 
Um, so for the Vintage Ink, it's their Whiskey Barrel Aged Red. So this one's got a, got a little bit of a different thing on it. It says, Vintage Ink celebrates those who tell their own distinct stories, offering wines of audacious and original as the people who drink them. The ones who literally wear their heart and art on their sleeves. Hand illustrated, our labels are a canvas for self-expression and telling stories through tattoo art. Our wine expresses dark fruit, smoky vanilla, and silky whiskey undertones. The stories that transpire with a glass of vintage ink are yours to tell. Interesting. So, yeah. And this one is actually different than them all. It's got an octopus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or octopi. Cool. Either way. It's pretty cool. Yeah. They're all 2017, from oh, what yeah. I can see. No, nope, my well. rosé is 2016. Oh, it is? Yeah. Pinot Gris. is 2017. 2017? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. They're all aged a little bit. So, oh, I look forward to trying the other two a little later. Yeah, me too. They'll be interesting. I'm intrigued by the whiskey barrel aged one. Yeah. It's definitely, I feel like it's going to be just... Smokier? Yeah. And fuller bodied for yeah. sure. Yeah. And it's definitely going to have like that undertone of like the... Uh, it's probably going to have a little bit more of a... What am I trying to say? Uh, bourbon-y yeah. kind of taste yeah. to That's it, kinda, I guess. Yeah. It's a little bit, yeah, like I said, smokier yeah. and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. So moving on to what everyone probably listens to us for, <laughs> the books. Or maybe doesn't. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. You never know. You might just like hearing our voices. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> um, so for, obviously I'm not going to say the book again, but okay, so for rule. Yeah. Uh, we both read it like pretty fast. It was a pretty easy read. Super easy to read. It was about 371 pages, roughly, long. Um book version yeah uh we did do our normal she listened yeah. i read and we just literally discovered some differences in that yeah because like i because you're listening to it you don't have like how the names are spelled out so when first thing when i got when i met up with Kristen, i like looked at her book and i was just kind of seeing how the names were spelled and it's so different because like in my mind I'm hearing someone pronounce them, but I'm not seeing how they're spelt. And then when she, when I'm, like, saying them, she's like, oh, that's how you say that name. Yeah. I was, like, I started reading the book, and I was, like, looking at the front cover just to, like, do a recap again of what it was before I started. Like, specifically with teen fantasy, I always like to reread it right before I start reading. Just so, like, they're just so more intricate that There's you kind of really have characters to, yeah. and, and harder names usually. Yeah. So I feel like having that run through before I read it for the first time, it's more of a little bit of a refresher before getting into it. Yeah. Just in case I'm like, there's teen fantasy is just a lot more going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of need to have that little refresher. So I read it this morning or like, not this morning. I, re I read it before I like started reading it and my mom was near, and I was like, okay, like, Sophie and Ren I got, but then <laughs> the second girl's <laughs> name, I was like, okay, I do not know how to pronounce this, but, and that was, I think, the very first name that you said, yeah. that you were like, oh, Kayla, <laughs> <laughs> but she spells it A-K-E-Y-L-A, and I would not think, I guess, like, saying it now, I can yeah. see it, Kayla, but when you're trying to pronounce it, I was just like, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, fair. I, it's like, I don't know how to pronounce that. I, yeah. Like, it's so different from what I had pictured in my mind that it was spelled and, and like, then you're just hearing someone read all these names to you. So you just kind of are like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like there's two, like the city name. I still, Colonia. Colonia. Definitely <laughs> not what I got from it. I was like, I don't know. Even, I'm not even going to try and pronounce this. <laughs> fair, fair. And then there was another character. Vidal. Vidal. Yeah. That I was like, okay, it was pretty close. I think I just kind of pronounced it a little differently. Yeah. But Alex, for her, oh, yeah. Thought, like, she, like, they pronounce it Alex, but in the book it's E L E X. Which is weird, yeah. Which, yeah, you know. Yeah. Because that, that one, I was like, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Like, Elix? I know, what well, I yeah. But, and like, but, like, the person that would read for Zofie's character. Like when it was Zofie's chapter, she had kind of she had this accent she would put on for Zofie, and so like anytime she would say Alex, she would say like Alex, and it was just like okay. So I just always pictured it A L I X. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Fair. you can tell there's an X at the end, but yeah, it was just I didn't anticipate an E it starting with. It's Alex. a different. It's a different name. Like Kayla, I actually quite like, and I'm yeah. pretty sure that's probably how someone actually spells her name. Yeah, but. I have not come across that name before. Right? Spelled like that. So it's, so it's just a different name. Yeah. Uh, way for me to spell it. And like Ren, when I first started reading the book, they actually had her full name written down. Oh, yeah, Florence. Yeah. I and didn't I was, put two and two together for the longest time. Because like I read the first chapter and like they obviously title all the chapters, like the chapter number, but it also states like Who's, the name yeah. of the girl that they're going to follow. Yeah. And so I read Sophie and then I read Kayla. Yeah. And then it was, like, Renz, and I was like, who the hell is this person? Well, that's what I, because they, they say, like, Florencia, and then they start talking, and then they start calling her Ren, and I'm like, who's Ren? And it took me so long to realize, like, oh, Ren is, like, a nickname of Florencia. I was like, I don't get this, but. It took me, like, halfway through her chapter. Yeah, me too. For like, me to realize, yeah, like yeah, you said, Ren was just, thing. like, a shortened version of it, because I was like, who is who is this chick? Right? Why do yeah. we care about yeah. her? I was like, where's this other girl that's supposed to be in this? Right? And then I was like, oh, Floren. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. I was like, okay. Totally didn't catch on. I was like, that was definitely like a stupid moment for that's, myself. Cause I, I was, was like, there too. I was like, I don't know. I was like, why wasn't that put in the like right? front cover yeah. of this thing where I was like reading the description? Because yeah. I was totally thrown. I was like, I don't know why we're talking about this person. <laughs> But it's this random person. <laughs> exactly. So I was just like, okay, oh whatever. God. Right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, who is your favorite character? Or oh. sub-character? Like, I don't know. I wasn't the biggest fan of Zophie. Um, That's eh, funny. <laughs> I would say Akela, just because she's so dynamic, and I really liked her relationship with Rosalind. Um... But I also liked Akela's like backstory. Like I liked the secret she had. Yeah. Because it was super messed up. <laughs> it was. I actually really liked Zofie. I hated Zofie. I don't know why. Not hated. I just found her boring. I wasn't like I liked the like she was kinda like the tomboy, like I don't know, she just reminded me so much of this character. In, like, this last Teen Fantasy oh, book I yeah. read, where she's, like, 
she just beats by her own drum. Yeah. She's a warrior. She's, like, strong-headed. Yeah. She's, like, kind of, like, fuck you to everyone. Yeah. All that shit. And I was, like, I like you. I didn't really like Fair. her that much. I didn't either because she was super, like, this is our country. Like, she was just very, like, like Proper. pro, yeah, like, pro the way, the standards of everything. Like, she wasn't open to change. It was, I thought one part that was interesting was that they were all, like, technically from, like, different parts. Yeah. So, like, Ren was from the city. Yeah. Grew up there. She was part of, like, the court and all that. So she knew, like, all that from being, living that. But then you have, like, Akela, who's from the eastern part. And then you get, and, like, that way of life. Yeah. And then you get, um... Zofi, who's, like, part of, like, the Drifter. Yeah. Which you kind of wonder if, like, the Drifters are, in a way, kind of, like, correlation to, um, like, gypsy. Right. Kind of, yeah. like, lifestyle yeah. from what I was gathering yeah. from it. Yeah, they move from place to place. And, and like... But more on the, like, like steel. I'm side. using yeah. quotes. No one can see me except for Lindsay. <laughs> but, like, steel <laughs> and, like, start fights and, like, yeah. kill people and, like, all that stuff. Like... I don't know if gypsies killed people, but, like, I know the ceiling part was part of what people think of gypsies and, like, wanderers kind of thing. So, yeah. like, I kind of associated her with, like, that lifestyle. But I have to say, when I first started in the book, I was kind of, like, thrown by, like, the whole power thing. <laughs> oh, the tithing? Yeah. I thought that was super cool. To I promote. thought it was, too. But I then loved I just, it. like... When she started talking about it, I was like, wait, what? All I pictured was how would this would look in a movie, and I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. I would think that this would actually be a pretty good movie. It would be so good. Especially, like, so I do, like, the, my second character, if you want to rank them, um, would be Akela, just because, like you said, her mess-up backstory yeah. was just, like, so perfect. And, like, she had, like, a intro, like... Just because of that, she was, like, I think, a little bit more meek in a way. Yeah. But she was, like, strong also. Yeah, yeah. But she, and, like, a little bit unsure of herself, I think, at times. Yeah, yeah. But, like, she, (laughs) I just liked, like, I could just picture her face. When she found out that the the king was her dad. Oh, my gosh. And that he was dying. Yeah. And that she was basically the one that was killing him. Which is so crazy. Like, that whole part I thought was super cool. Like, like how people could tithe, but also that, like, there was the vulgar arts that they could, like, inflict on their blood relatives. Like, pain and suffering. And, like, and different things. And I thought that part was really cool. It was, like, in my mind, I pictured it very similar, like, weirdly, to, like, Star Wars. But, like... Obviously not Star Wars, but just, like, a lot of parts about it just made me think of, like, like the travelers and everyone's competing for, like, power and, like, just different things. So, it just, I basically just agree that it would make a really sweet movie. Yeah, and, like, I can just see, like, her trying to hide, like, her scar yeah, and Yeah, and it, like, glows and, like, that, yeah. Slash, I, I kind of wanted, like, I was picturing this in my head and I was just like I kind of want to like see like Hollywood and yeah, stuff like I think it would be so cool so I'm 
I'm hoping that they would, would like, make this into dope. a movie. Yeah. I hope that they approach her on this, because I think that would be cool. Right? I think so, too. And, I like, just... they would have a second, like, movie to come I, out of it. Right? Maybe a third. Who knows? It'd be very Hunger Games style, like, from book to movie type. Yeah. And to be honest, like, when I read the storyline for this, it kind of reminded me of this other book that oh, I had yeah. read, which was, like, also three girls that were chosen oh. to, like potentially rule that's cool like three dark crowns i can't remember the oh, author right. but um uh, yeah like all same kind of situation oh. not fully but, but similar um yeah three girls basically totally different people but they well two of them had to die oh but obviously they didn't because there's more books on that one oh. but we're not gonna get into that one but anyways this one I liked because I was like, when I first started reading, I was like, okay, it's kind of like that kind of yeah. idea. And then I was really reading it and I was like, okay, it's a lot different. <laughs> yeah. Especially like with more of like the arts and everything. Yeah. And yeah. like how he, I don't know. It was just, I thought it was like more of their dad trying to be like, okay, like here's like how things happen in this like yeah. role as ruler. And like this is like different things that happen. Yeah, yeah. But I coming back to Kayla, I don't know. Like, I know she used vulgar arts, vulgar arts against her dad. I'm using quotes, dad. Yeah. Um, And, like, it ended up affecting the king. But I kind of wonder with all the shit that's going on and, like, all the things that they're finding out. Yeah. By reading things, I kind of wonder if she really is the one. Doing it. I don't know. Oh. I feel like she could be. Yeah. Like, that'd be, like, the plain answer. Yeah. But I feel like there's so many twists in this book yeah. right now that it could come out being that That's she true. wasn't the one that actually is, a, like, killing the off reason, this guy. Yeah. It yeah. could be. Because, like, that's how vulgar arts work. But I'm kind of, like, keeping my mind open to the fact that she might actually not be the one that's actually killing him. Okay, so, like, I know Zofie, because Zofie killed those the son slash her half brother. Yeah. Um, and then Akela used the vulgar arts against her dad, who she, her stepdad, who, well, her dad, who she, she thought her stepdad was her dad. Anyway, um, what was, I don't think I figured out what Ren Ren's was. She cr- uh, committed treason. So yeah, they kept saying that, but I don't think I caught on to what that so was. So she gave information to Danton. D- Danton. Oh, about what? Like, uh, like the ships. Oh, for the war? Yeah. Oh. Or like how they were like all there. Uh, hers was a little bit more on the confusing side because it was kind of a little more, for me it was more boring. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, not fully paying attention, I guess, but like, it was, they were, it was a port of like theirs yeah. and like. I think they had so many soldiers and stuff outposted and all uh, that stuff. And then she gave him whatever information he was requested, like, trying to find out. And she didn't... I think she knew, but she didn't think that it was going to be used in the way that she thought it was going to be used. Got it. And then um, they, the Easterners came upon them with, like... Oh, yeah. Killing 1,825 people, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. 1,825, yeah. I believe, is what yeah. the number was. So... But, like, why would they let 
Danton back into the court then? Because they didn't know. They didn't know it was him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They didn't. So they didn't know it was him. And they didn't obviously. And know they obviously it was didn't her. know it yeah. was her because she gave whatever information to him, and then he left in the middle right. of the night, early morning. And then, like, however long later. So, I don't think anyone really, like, put two and two together, maybe. Okay, yeah. Or if they did, they're not really saying anything. But he's a character that I can't fully figure out. Me neither. Because, like, I'm like, are you good? Are you not good? Like, I feel like he has more to him. And I think we're going to find more yeah, out. in the next Because it's like, I think he truly likes Ren. I do, too. But... He has a really bad know, way of showing it. Right? It's kind of painful listening yeah. to their story because I'm like, oh my god, you're oh an idiot, god. man. Like, yeah, come on. Is. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just don't get it. And like, in a way, like, I like, I like that battle. Like, where the girl could fuck up too, but yeah. like, usually, yeah. most of the stories that we read, the guy fucks up. Yeah. I like how, like, someone fucks up in the relationship and then, or whatever thing that they have going on, they have to, like, try and, like, win with all their might, fight for that person back. Yeah. And how the other person's like, no. Yeah, exactly. You, like, did this and this and this. So, I'm excited to see where this goes. Because this is kind of, like, bordering on uh, the, like, love-hate situation of those Emma Hart books I really Mm, like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah. That's fair, that's fair. That's the only thing that I like about Ren, <laughs> is yeah. like that battle with Danton, yeah. But, yeah, no, I really like that. And like, Akela has Rosalind. Rosalind, yeah. Yeah. Which, she's young. Yeah. And it sounds like she's like roughly close to these girls' ages. Yeah. But she's their stepmom. Yeah. And then... But I like that. I don't know. I like that that relationship. But also, I'm unsure of Rosalind. I'm unsure of her, too. Because I'm like... Especially since she technically shouldn't be able to have the... Tithing ability. Tithing. Yeah. Is that how... Okay, tithing. How's it spelled? Let me find out. Is it T-I-T-H-E? I think so. Okay. That's how I pictured it. That's but the only that's not how I, like, in my head... Also, I'm really bad at looking at things and being like, oh, yeah, that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> For me, it's more like, uh, let's spell this out. Okay. Let me look it up. But, uh, Talon. Talon. How do you spell, how do you, they pronounce that? Oh, Talon, yeah. Talon, the okay. Talons. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a stupid name <coughs> for your guys's, uh, or for their, uh, like people. Yeah. Because, like, come on, people. Talons. And it actually really bugs me how they say son plus... Oh, really? I loved that. Because it was, like, each of them say a different thing because of the, like, region they're from. So, like, Zofi always says, like, oh, sands, sands above or something like that. And then... I think it's sons above. Oh, no, she, she does always say says sands. sands. Yeah, she does. One of them says sons above. Uh, and I think it's Florencia. And then um, Akela always talks about water. And it's just like really yeah. funny. They all talk ocean, about it. Ocean. Something. Yeah. Sea. Yeah. Sea or ocean something. Yeah. And it's kind of like, what the hell? Like it's almost like they pray to different gods, which is kind of cool. 
But at the same time, you kind of, like, they didn't even, like, go through it. Cause yeah, not really. Kinda, like, they just have each of them say a different thing normally when they're, like, swearing or over-exasperated. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, and Rosalind is spelled with a Z. R-O-Z? A-L-I-N-D. Rosalind. Yeah, so... Rosalind. It's definitely... I like it. And Yasmin. Andros. Andros. Is Yasmin with a Z or an S? Yeah. uh, Yes. A what? Yes. S. S. (laughs) Is there an E at the end or just an just an N. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just an N and Yeah. Oh. Cool. See Colonia? With a K. Yeah. Yeah. Colonia. Colonia. Yeah, I can kinda of see that, but C would in my head would make more sense. Yeah, same. Just because of what it is. Yeah. Colonia. Still trying to find it. <laughs> I'm just spell this thing. It's all good. Um, I feel like I read it a lot, but then when you're actually trying to find anything in oh, these yeah. books you're afterwards, like, you're like, where nope. is it? Nope. I thought it was in the very first beginning part, and now I'm not. Tithing? Yeah, it kind of is. No, it is, isn't it? It's, Zophie talks about it. I know, I'm just trying to find specifically trying where um, this is. What else? Like... Mm-hmm. We didn't find out about who the blackmailer was, right? No, and not like we. They thought it was Yasmin. I don't think it's Yasmin. Well, she was kind of doing whatever, but like it kind of sounded like she was kind of part of it in a way. But maybe she's not the only one. But yeah. Also, the reaches is really weird. Yeah, like their kind of explanation of like this entire like country world. world yeah, is kind of confusing. Yeah. I don't... I just picture countries as reaches. Like, their reaches are countries. Or yeah. Con- or continents. Or, like, provinces. Well, yeah. But I picture them in, like, a whole different world. So, like, for me, it's, like, the Easterners are from, like, Europe and and Africa and um, the... Colonia is kind of like North America, and Zophie and her people are from like Southeast Asia slash South America type hmm. area. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's kind of like, I guess in a way we can like link it towards like Britain and like the colonial yeah. countries kind of thing. Um, I just didn't really like her description of it because I feel like I didn't really feel like I actually got what it was like. I couldn't get a clear picture in my head. A lot of it too I like equated very similarly to um, Game of Thrones and how like they have like their own like their world is nothing like our world. Yeah. And just kind of in my mind I was like okay Colonia is like um King's Landing, and then you've got, like... The northern people, yeah, but it technically yeah. would be the eastern people. Yeah. And then the drifters... Well, kinda, it kind of sounded like, even though she's a traveler, drifter, traveler, 
Sophie was more from, like, northern kind of areas. Yeah. She reminded me, though, of, like, um, in Game of Thrones, like, the people that live across the water in their own kind of, like, subcontinent type area. I can't remember <laughs> the name of their place. I just like hearing the, you The snakes. To... The people from the snakes. That snake place. I can't remember the name of it. God, and I'm still trying to rewatch all it's those seasons. So, yeah, that's a lot of but seasons yeah. to get through. It is. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not going to say that. Seriously, this is freaking forever to try and find this thing. Um, I also didn't really trust Rosalind at the beginning. I still don't really trust her. I don't either. I'm wary about her. The fact that she's from... Okay, so she said that she didn't have any powers, and then she comes out right. later yeah. saying that she does. does. Yeah. I'm kind of like, Akela, really? You're really going to like kind of be on her side on this? Yeah. But also, she Akela hasn't actually fully told her sisters what she's done. No. But neither... None of them really know, do well, they? Well, Sophie did tell Ren what she did. She needed her help. She didn't tell her it was her, though. Did she? I, that's why I read it as. Oh, okay. Did I not read it right? No, maybe. Maybe I just didn't catch on. Hmm. So. That might need to be something I reread to figure out if that's actually what happened. But I'm pretty wanna, sure it was something that she was like. She's like, it was me. Like, she did so that she can get her to help her. To get Alex out? Yeah. Yeah. Or Alex. Alex. <laughs> Alex. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, she didn't have it and then she did actually have it. And then it's kind of like, okay, well, which is it? I feel like there's more to these powers and everyone thinks. Agreed. Like, why is it such a big deal that she couldn't tie then now she can and like. And the whole thing where like the twins could kind of like tell Literally telepathic yes. and tell each other what's yeah. going on. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like you're wondering, like, well, <laughs> Yasmin got, like, confronted by the girls. Does yeah. he now know? <gasps> kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think he does, but, like, I don't know. Because, like, they have those telepathic that's so powers. true. And then, like, that's where I'm kind of questioning this whole vulgar arts thing. Well, like, yeah, straightforward. Like, she technically would have poisoned her dad yeah did she really yeah that's true that's what makes me question it because i'm like "Mm." there's just so many that's there's as the book went on there's just so much more to it that was just kind of yeah things kind of like were adding or like changing a little bit about certain things i'm like uh maybe it's not yeah that's true what i'm thinking kind of thing so i'm I'm not i'm not sure so we'll see Exciting. I guess, considering the fact that we both want to read the next book. Yeah. Uh, we need to. Yes. So, that is going to happen. I'm still trying to figure this out. Um, Who do you think deserves the throne? Ooh. That's a hard one, right? Yeah. I, like, don't want Fancy to have it because she really won't change anything, I feel. Um, I'd like to see... Uh, I kind of want Zofie to have it just because I think she'll do the most good um, and, like, make the most changes. But 
because I prefer Kayla, I want a Kayla to have it. <laughs> but I think that Zofi would make most. Yeah, more she difference. would make more out of it than a Kayla would. That's fair. Who do you think? I prefer. I think Zofi has more of a leadership. She does, yeah. Personality, and yeah. I think she, like you said, like I think she would make more of a difference. Yeah. Um, especially since she is. Her and, like, Akela are outsiders, and, like, technically Run is, in a way, an outsider, but yeah. she's only an outsider to certain people within the city. Yeah. So, I think they all would make some type of change, but I think Akela has, like, even though she's still a strong person, I don't think she's there yet in the strength that she would need to actually rule. Yeah, yeah. Ren... I don't know. I don't think she would have the capability to, yeah, like, make the changes that she needs yeah. to and sufficiently run the country. Yeah, I exactly. I think Zofi has more of the qualities to yeah, run. I agree. The country. Yeah. And whatever the reaches yeah. are. Yeah. But I also think she'd have a harder time than the other two would have in running it. Really? Well, yeah, because to get she, most people on board. Yeah, yeah, which I guess it doesn't technically mean she really needs them because she's the king. Well, she would be the queen, but yeah. I think she'd have probably like the most uh, like backlash yeah. maybe because yeah. I don't think like I think people look at Akela and are like you're weird and you're an Easterner, but I think the fact that she's a drifter slash traveler, yeah, it's she has in their more eyes it's worse of a thing. Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's even. Harder for her to get around than it is for everyone else. Yeah. So, yeah, it it's it's definitely a thing that I feel like I'm close. <laughs> feel like I'm close. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Like I honestly was like, as I kept reading this book, I was like, are you like? Are we going to figure out who this is? Right? Like, I want to like, kind of know. Okay, it's T-I-T-H-E. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. I took forever. But okay, finally. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... When I was reading it, I was just kind of like, holy shit, like, are we getting close here? Yeah. Are we like... Like, I'm running out of pages and we're not getting anywhere near, like, all this shit, like, that we need to know and, like, all this stuff. But, like... And then all of a sudden it just, it goes from Akela kind of telling Ren, or not, sorry, Akela telling uh, Rosalind that, hey, like, we shouldn't be together, or, like, we, yeah. shouldn't, we should stop what we're doing, to her having the same, like, uh, I guess it's kind of like a, uh, a what are they called? Vision? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess vision would be the best way to describe yeah. it. Um, that Sophie was having yeah. earlier of... Like someone that's Her not there. dad. Yeah. Well, her stepdad, I yeah. guess. Um, and then it go, And then she finds this, like, note that talks about, like, how... What the brother... Like, about her actual father yeah. and his twin and, sister, Yasmin. Yeah. How they, got, like... Basically... Did some type of art. Yeah. Teeth. Tith? Tithe. 
tithe. Oh, okay. <laughs> tithe um, act that made them like basically in sync with each other. Yeah. And, like, telepathic. Yeah. To cuts to Ren in the bath. Yeah. And she seemed to also have another a vision. Yeah. As well. And then all of a sudden there's like someone I think actually physically there with her. Yeah. And who I think is the blackmailer. And you're just kind of like, right. what the fuck? Yeah. It was creepy. And then it just like ends. I know. And I was just like sitting like, there. Okay. I like yeah. was like, okay, end of chapter. And I went and I was like, it's like acknowledgments. I was like, but no. I know. I wanted to find out. And I was like, okay, I did not expect that. I guess teen fantasy, not all of them are just one book yeah. and done. Most of them are a little bit like probably going to be part of a three book series. Yeah. At Dang. least. Two at least, but I think most of them are usually around three. Yeah. If they're not one and done. So, I think this one's going to be a three book series. I think so, too. But I was just kind of like, oh. I was not expecting that. Yeah. And I was just like, well, fuck. (laughs) Like, damn. (laughs) I was like, I really want to know everything, but... I guess because we started reading this book, like, at this time, we now get to read (laughs) the second one. Pretty close to when this Which one came good. out. So that that's good for us because like we both want to know what the hell's going on. Yeah, exactly. Even though I'm pretty sure we're not gonna figure it out this next one. Because <laughs> of course, gotta set you up for another one. I'm pretty sure. That, but she like literally ended it so abruptly. I know. It was just like, oh, okay, that's it. And I don't remember. Most other teen fantasy books usually end with like, it kind of like ties it. Yeah. In a bow like, a little hey. bit, just in the way of, like, it'll end with maybe a end of a battle, or you're in the middle of one, but you know that there's going to be a next yes. one yeah. leading up to it. But this one, you're just kind of like, okay. You're, like, yeah. so focused on, like, what you're reading or listening to yeah. that, that all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? Like, oh, okay, that's it's it. It's over? Yeah. yeah, that's how I felt, too. It was abrupt. It's kind of like TV series. Yeah. Where the season finale oh. usually, depending on the episode, like show, yeah. just ends on like a cliffhanger. Yeah, and you're like, no. And you're like, well, I don't want to wait a whole six months. Yeah, or sometimes in books areas, it could be like a year. A couple years, yeah. So, definitely interesting way to end the book. Agreed. Um, I'm excited to see what's happening. And maybe if we both read it in the next month or so, we can let you guys know Yay. a little blurb about it in the next About how um, it went. Yeah, about how it is. Yes. Um, but speaking about blackmailers, who do you think potentially could be it? If, um, like, I know we're skeptical of Rosalind, but I don't know if she is. I don't know either, but she's literally the only person I can think that would be it in my mind. I feel like there's someone else that's a family member. Yeah. Or, like I said, that has, I guess the hard part with the blackmailer part is that besides their mothers, the King, Rosalind, and Yasmin, Danton, that horrible Count, the, the, not Count, Countess? Lady? Sarah's? No. Oh, Sorella. Sorella? Yeah. Um, 
besides like certain people that we kind of know but don't really get to know you're yeah. kind of like okay well who is it and yeah. then you're kind of like the vulgarts and like the arts in general just kind of like you're kind of like okay there could be more to this than everyone knows yeah so it might not be someone that's a family member but i think it might be a band of people working like couple, yeah and it sounded like it with the asmin yeah because yeah. it sounds like she was part of it yeah but someone else is involved also, with the whole coffin thing, like, <laughs> yeah. how the fuck is one person going to carry that? Oh, I don't know. Because I'm thinking of, like, coffins we have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, one person cannot pick no. that up. And it's, it's like... And carry it up steps. Oh, God, no. Or down steps. Right? The person would either, like, have the thing fall back on them and they'd yeah. both go down the stairs, or you'd fall over the thing yeah. and both go down yeah, the stairs. Exactly. So, you're kind of like, no. And then, but yet... Yeah, because he was going to carry the coffin himself. And then the three girls did. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, I feel like they're not no, all like really no. built. Yeah. Like oxes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're both like all three of them are on like the skin, like yeah. skinny side. Yeah. So like maybe they have muscles. I think Sophia has got think like Sophie some muscles. I think does, yeah. But I don't think it's like. Like insane. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like. She's athletic and... Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's got enough muscle to, like, you know, help her wield, like, oh, swords yeah. and stuff. But yeah. I don't think... Left a coffin by yourself. Exactly, situation. right? Oh, my God. So, I was just, like, sitting there... Or, yeah, I was, like, reading that part and I was just, like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no. That, that seems mm, a little crazy. No. But, yeah, no. I don't know who the blackmailer is. I think Rosin could potentially be part of it. She just seems, like, skeptical. Like, sketchy, I mean. She's just... Seems too good to be true. Yeah, like, she finds a Kayla so attractive. Like, not saying that it couldn't happen. Yeah. But, like, she finds her, like, just so attractive and, like, is wanting to, like, defy, like, that line. Yeah. Like, like, I know it's not incest or anything, but it's, no. it's taboo in the way of she's... Yeah. Technically, like, she's her stepmother. Exactly. And she, she's married to the king. Yeah. So it's kind of like crossing that line. Exactly. But then it's like, and she's also somewhat helping her in figuring some stuff out. Yeah. About, like, the arts and, like, yeah. figuring out court and all that stuff. They're just kind of like... Different, honestly. And they never really mentioned what happens it with the other two chicks that don't become the queen. Oh, yeah. No, they don't talk about them. They don't. They just say one of you three will be the queen. Yeah. Like, well, my here. It's like, okay, bye. But it's like, well, does the other two just have to go back to their lives? Or yeah. are they allowed to stay back in the city? Yeah. I was, like, kind of curious to that. They help like, rule, like, what? Like yeah, are they going to be part of like I don't the see them going court? back to their regular lives just because now they're like part of the bloodline, I guess. But I can see Zophie wanting to go back. Yeah, that's true. But that's true. I well, Caleb, she doesn't. I know for sure she won't. No, and Florencia is like love and life. Well, who knows? Who knows about this Danton guy? That's true. But I feel like she would still rather just like. Keep living that lifestyle, then go back. 
being like a handmaid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, technically they are royalty, so you'd think that they yeah. would, if anything, if they did go back to their old lives, that they'd have that title and like yeah. the respect to follow exactly. with it. Yeah. Like Yasmin would have. Yeah. Exactly. Or did, sorry. Um, just because like they're like silk princesses in a way. Exactly, yeah. Kind of thing, right? So I think that might not go exactly back to their old lives but at the same time it's like well what did they really have in the end yeah and i didn't really like ren's mother no me neither she's just kind of like she kind of was like i don't know what he was doing going to like like basically having sex with these people from these other places and like creating life with these women yeah and like you shouldn't trust these girls and i'm actually I did like the fact that they, like, all banded together in that. Yeah, me too. That they, like, start calling each other sister as well and, like... Like, they're all skeptical of each other. Maybe not so much Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, she's off in her own little land for, like, a while. But, like, the other two were very, like, more on top of it being, like, mm, yeah. do I trust you kind yeah. of thing. So, uh, I quite like that. Yeah, me too. Part. And I liked how they all started to band together. Yeah, yeah. Um... So, if you're a Kayla, would you have uh, used, like, vulgar arts against your father? Probably. Quotes? If I was in the situation she was in with her stepfather, I would have done it. Yeah? Yeah. I think so. She didn't know. And then she was just, like, desperate, right? Yeah. Well, like, I was kind of, like, confused. I was, like... I thought when she was, like, my siblings, like, made such a huge mess, like, I kind of was, like, confused to why her dad hated her so much yeah. for killing her mom. I was like, well, <laughs> she's clearly not the youngest. Or maybe there was a stepmother and situated, but then, like, I found out that she was the youngest. Yeah, I know. I thought for the longest time she wasn't. And then I was like, oh, okay, so she is the youngest, yeah. and she obviously killed her mom yeah. during childbirth. yeah. Then it's kind of like interesting. So I totally probably would have done the same thing. Use the vulgar yeah. arts against him because he's a dick. I probably would have used it against other bastards too. But it's yeah. probably a good thing she didn't because the other two would probably die. That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I going to say? Um, I kind of wonder if her stepdad. Uh, was such an ass and is such an ass to other people that pushed her mother to go to the king yeah. for one night. Yeah. Kind of thing. Because, like, she obviously had other children, so obviously she was married yeah. or whatever situation yeah. with this guy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's, like, pregnant. Right. With this child. Yeah. That's, like, different. And I feel like he just knew, too, that she wasn't his daughter. Probably, especially with the eyes. Yeah. But it sounds like all the girls, like, realized how much they looked like their dad. Yeah, right away. Yeah. Especially Ren. I was like, how do you, like, live your entire life in and around this court and no one recognized you enough to realize that you guys could have been Exactly. Like, now it clicks. But before, nope. Yeah, and it's kind of like, how did no one notice that? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't 
I'm intrigued to see where this goes. Me too. I'm excited. I think it'll be a good series, fully, um, to understand. But yeah, why don't we take a break and we'll get some glasses poured of the other wine, and uh, we'll come back with what that is like. Sounds good to me. Hey guys, so we're back and we poured our glass each of the Pinot Grigio and the vintage whiskey barrel aged red. So Lindsay, start us off with the Pinot. Uh, so like I mentioned before, the Pinot's got some hints of peach and papaya. You can definitely smell the peach when you're kind of smelling it. Um, super light, like I said I thought it would be. Um, not a lot of yellow to it, which I like, so it's nice and light. Um, not super fruity, so very similar to the rosé where it's not, like, super sweet, which is nice. It's definitely a light wine, perfect for these summer days. Um, and, ooh, do you taste the peach? I don't taste any of the papaya or smell the papaya, but it's probably for the best. <laughs> um, no, it's definitely a really nice, easy chill wine um not juice which is key um but i would definitely recommend this as well as the rosé so very very good all around this one the vintage whiskey barrel uh, definitely smells aged <laughs> smells you get the like whiskey barrel part to it okay. like definitely like the yeah, you can definitely tell it's, like, aged for sure in, like, a different type of barrel than, like, the other oh, ones are. Oh, interesting. Just for the fact that it's got, like, a smokiness mm, and stuff to yeah. it. And you get that from the smell. And when I tasted it, which I'm doing right now, again, it's also, you can definitely taste the smoke. You, it's just a little bit more bodied, but in a different way than the red blend. Like, I think it's similar to the red blend in the sense of, like, maybe, like, the flavors that they got yeah. going on. But I think they got, like, since it's aged in the whiskey barrel, right. it's got, like, the smokiness and stuff taking over for okay. it. Okay. Interesting. And it's definitely, I think, way darker. Oh, yeah. Than, like, again, not great lighting in here. But, like, unless I, like, hold it, like, really up to, like, a... <laughs> I'm literally trying to find a window yeah. that can give me some light in here. It's, it's dark. It's freaking really dark. The little glimpses of red I can get are like basically like pure red. Yeah. So it's definitely a dark, dark red. Yeah. But here you try it. I'll try your Pinot. Ooh. Ooh. Does this have vanilla in it as, as well? Hmm? Does this have vanilla bean in it as well? Uh, it doesn't actually tell us what's in oh. it, but I think it does. I smell it. I think it's got a lot of the notes that that one does. It does. But the whiskey barrel thing yeah. comes through more. It smells more bodied, for sure. Oh, yeah. I can smell. <laughs> yeah. I can smell the peach in this. This is good. This is really good. It's not, um, mm. it's not heavy like you would think it would be. Like, it's definitely thicker and, like, heavier than the... Merlot and Shiraz, Shiraz blend, yeah. um, but it's still got those sweet notes of like the uh, the vanilla bean and the chocolate, and 
you can taste a bit more of the smokiness of it. It smells smokier too, but it smells sweet. Like it's really, it's heavier, but it's not like very heavy. It's like a mixture of heavy sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I really like it. And yours is very, it's kind of weird, but it kind of smells like what white wine smells in a way. Like just yep. a standard if you oh, like it. Yeah. think of like just white wine in general. Yep. Yep. Not thinking of like things. That's what it smells like. Yep. No, I agree. But I get the hints of peach and I do get a yep. hint of pie. Oh. Uh, pie? Yeah. yeah. Pie. Pie, I was, yeah. going to say pineapple. <laughs> I was like, that's wrong. I, I was like, she's thinking between papaya and pineapple. <laughs> um, and it definitely tastes somewhat similar to what it smells like. Yes, me. it does. Yeah, yeah. And... But that's what I think about, actually all of them I feel like taste like they smell. Which I guess. There's no surprise. It's probably like what the type of brand and like the price point and stuff like, I don't know, like all that stuff where it's coming in. Like some wines smell different than what they taste yeah. like. Yeah. Especially like these reds, probably if we aerated them would have been a little different. Yeah, especially. that's true. Which we probably should have done, but... Hindsight. It's okay. I recommend if you drink these reds, maybe aerate. Fair. <laughs> but you don't need to because they actually taste really good with them. Yeah, they actually so. do taste really good. I really like all around. 404 for all of them. I really like the reds mm -hmm. more. I'd give them like 8s of 10s, both. The Pinot, 7. Okay. Out of 10. I did like the rosé more. So really? So an 8. I, rosé and pinot were both very similar for me. I think I'm just in a more of a pinot mood. So maybe I like it a little bit more. Even though I'm a big rosé fan. Mm -hmm. But honestly, both were really good. Um, both of your reds, I would I would give. Like honestly, I, I said seven and a half, eight before. I think I'd give them all an 8. Like, they weren't. My absolute favorite wine I've ever had, but they're definitely one I'll buy again for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like when we do our nights drinking. Yeah. yeah. Definitely it's these like would be a good, good go-to wine for sure. Like yeah. I, and I would give these as a gift. Oh yeah. Like I wouldn't be embarrassed to give this wine as a gift. It's a good one. If you wine. move, you may get one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or if you are born on a day, you might get it too. <laughs> Just saying. Exactly. Like yeah. these, you can't go wrong. Good price these. point. Honestly, like, especially if you're, like, younger and you don't want to spend, like, yeah, a lot of money on but them. but you want a good wine. This These is, are This good. is the wine I would have drank in my 20s, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You are in your 20s. Girl, I'm not. Shit, you're not. <laughs> Only, like, a month or two or three out of that. Yeah. But technically, but, I'm not in my 20s, so... I forgot about that. Okay. Big girl wines only. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> $30 or more yes, only. <laughs> that's apparently what 30 brings. So, um, but yeah, we recommend these wines full heartedly. Like, they're yeah. actually really good. Yeah. They are BC wines, Okanagan yeah, Valley. Yeah, even better. So, Canadian, yes. Yeah. Um, but overall, hands down, like, really good for what we've got. Yeah. And we will for sure make that list for you guys so you guys actually know what we've drank for wines so far and how they, like, rank. Yeah. We might not do, like, how they are ranking, like, fully, but, like, list them, like, top ten or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. we'll let you know, like, kind of like a summarized version of, like, what we've drank so far and let really you guys good. know 
roughly what they were priced at. Yeah, exactly. And how each tasted, considering the fact that once we read the title, we remember how they actually tasted. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, we'll let you guys know. We'll definitely try and do that for next month, if not the month after, for sure. Yeah. Next two months. Yes. Guarantee. Well, let's do it. Um, we will just recap the book. Maybe not fully recap it. Like, okay, so overall view of the book, what did you think? I really liked it. Um, I started out reading it and I was almost kind of like in a state where I was like, ugh, I don't want to pay attention right now to this book. Like, I, I feel burdened by having to pay attention to it. So I got to chapter like three, I stopped and I like went all the way back and I just restarted it again because I was like, I haven't been paying attention. I need to put actual effort into like listening to this book. And I'm really glad I did because like I'm ready to read this second book. Like I, in terms of the type of book I wanted to read, it wasn't so heavy that I needed like to actually like sit and like think about it after each chapter. But it was more, it was a little more complex than I had wanted this month's book to be in terms of like all the characters and like, and different methodology behind it and themes. But, um, but it was just, it was an easy listen. Um, it was enjoyable. There was action. There was romance. I, I really liked the secretive part of it. Um, but yeah, no, I was definitely, um, of like, so nice to get away from thrillers and just kind of like immerse myself into a different world. And I really liked that aspect of it. I agree. Like I <laughs> totally agree about when I started reading the book, I was like, again, three chapters in, I was like, mm. yeah, it's, I was, I was having major trouble reading this book. Like this book would have potentially taken me three hours to read. Yeah. But it took me like, pretty much almost all day yeah. to read. Yeah. Like a full day because I started reading it and then I was like, okay, like I'm trying to read it, but I kept getting distracted and I wasn't fully in, at, like enamorated with it. And then like around the 70 page mark yeah. when they're kind of like doing the, kind of more when they were like getting introduced to like the tice, tis? No, tithes. 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 Yeah the ties and all that stuff like with Yasmin and like all them and like when Sophie was like actually trying to like mm. battle them I was like something like clicked and I was like oh this is interesting now yeah, yeah. and then I just like was like paying way more attention and I was like and then I like read it like and then it was like I was in the flow yeah yeah but the first like couple of chapters I was like struggling a little bit with and then I like hit that stride where I was yeah. like okay you got me caught yeah and I'm just going to ride this. And, like, it did take me only, like, two hours after that to, like, actually fully read this book. Because I was nice. like, holy shit. Because I was, like, powering through it, like, so badly. Yeah. Um, But I was just, like, because I mainly was just, like, well, how is it ending? Like, who's yeah, blackmailing and all this know. stuff. So I was, like, I was, like, okay. Like, you're trying to read faster to yeah. find out what's going to happen. And, like, I loved, like, how, like, yeah, some books, same with movies. Or slow to start, and then you're just like, pick it. Yeah. Like, there's just exactly. like a one moment that just like hooks you in. You're just like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I and agree. you tried. And I honestly can't wait to read the second book. Yeah. Because I'm like, I want to know where this one ends and where it goes. And I'm pretty sure there's probably going to be at least a, sec a third book. So I'm probably not going to be like anticipating that we're going to know everything by the end of the 
second book, which is a little bit better with this one That's because right. I thought we were going to know everything Same. at the end. So I'm going to not hold too much with that, but it's fair. I'm, I'm looking forward to it and I'm yeah. definitely going to read it probably in the next couple of weeks. Same. So Same. definitely hands down recommend the same yeah. one. And like Lindsay said, it is nice to get back into the teen fantasy. Yeah. A little bit, because, like, I haven't read a teen fantasy in maybe a month, <laughs> month and a half, and, like, all the thrillers and, like, on it's my iPad, when I, like, like uh, work out and stuff, I yeah. read, like, ebooks and stuff on my iPad, so it's, like, more of, like, romance kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, chiclets, romance kind of thing, where it's, like, quick, easy reads. Yes. Yes, Like, yes, yes. romance, for me, I get through that shit. Yeah. And it's, like, I can easily read that while I'm working out, like, yeah. all that shit. So, like, I read a lot of that just for the fact that when you're working out, it's easier to pay That's attention fair. to. Yeah, exactly. But I forgot how much addicting teen fantasy yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So, recommend all that. But next month, we're going a little different. I'm pretty sure it's fiction literature. Really? It's not teen contemporary? It's kind of hard... I looked it up on Chapters' website. We'll go with Chapters. It's fiction, guys. I think it's fiction. I'm so loving fiction, so I'm down. But since it's not in stores, it didn't really give me a clear state uh, of yes. where it was actually from. Fair. That's okay. I'm going to go with fiction. It could be somewhere else. If someone says it's, oh, fuck, something else, let me know. Yeah. Well, let us both know. Let us on our Instagram, DM us, whatever you want. But... We are reading Girls Who Have uh, Girls Who Traveled uh, by Nicole Chilavas. Yeah. Chilavas? Chilavas. Chilavas? Chilavas. Chilavas? Yeah. Nicole Chilavas. Um, yeah. It is definitely an intriguing read. We both like read the description. We're like, we want to read this. If you're in Canada... And you're specifically in Calgary. Don't go to chapters because they don't have it. No. And it's <laughs> in not any store. an audiobook, so you'll have to order it. So, yeah, you're probably going to have to, if you're like Lindsay and wants to listen to it, you're going to have to actually read the book. Um, but if you're in Calgary, unless they got any in in the last week, you're literally going to have to buy it online. Or you can wait till the episode comes out. And if you're skeptical, we'll listen let you know us. how it is. Yeah. So, one of the things that's on the front of the book, it says, love is life's greatest adventure. Yeah. So, I'm intrigued. Be good. So, it'll be a good one, I think. So, yeah. That is next month's book for August. August. Yeah. Which will come, this one will come out July 20th, and um, Girls Who Travel will come out August 20th. Yep. And also, if you haven't already... Please rate, review, and subscribe uh, wherever you're listening. We are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Play, um, but we appreciate any rates and reviews. Um, and, of course, if you haven't already, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, you can also email, email us with any questions, comments, anything you heard from today's episode at boozeandbooks at gmail.com. Uh, that's B-O-O-O-Z-E and A-N-D books. B-O-O-O-K-S at gmail.com. So it's three O's for both booze and books. 
Um, and like Kristen said at the beginning, you can follow us on Instagram at boozeandbooks.podcast. We both also have our own uh, personal Instagrams, which you are more than welcome to follow. Uh, we do post some um, of our favorite, personal favorite uh, booze and books items on there. Um, Kristen's is at Kristen.shew, S-H-E-W. And mine is at Lind.said, S-A-I-D. Um, but feel free to drop us a line, DM us anything and of course as always keep listening and uh hope you enjoy yeah and we'll see you guys next month yeah bye Bye. guys